NWP Radio. You're listening to NWP Radio, a production of the National Writing Project. NWP. I don't want to work. I want to bang on the drums all day. Hey, everyone, it's me. I'm hoping you are having a scrum diddlyumptious day as you tiptoe through the roses and stop to smell the daffodils. Wait, it might be too late for that. I hope then you are cheering on the monarchs as they return to South America or taking time to look at the beautiful autumn skies while spending some days outdoors. It's another episode of the National Right Prod. Ah. <laughs> episode of the National Writing Project, The Right Time. That's what happens when you get really excited, which is sort of a theme for today's today's <laughs> wonderful experience we're going to have with the second grade classroom. Hey, second graders. I'm Brian Ripley Crandall, always ready to draw attention to myself as the director of the Connecticut <laughs> Writing Project at Fairfield University, because, well, you're going to see. It's so wonderful to be here again. But right now, I want to put all eyes and ears on my friend Tanya Baker, all the way on the West Coast in California. What's good, my friend? Uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned the monarchs because uh, they've been around a lot. They must be on their way to South America. And it's been, it's been beautiful, sunny fall days here in the Bay Area. Uh, hi, Brian. Howdy, listeners. I'm super excited to co-host another episode of The Right Time especially this week when we are bringing back a very special writer to the National Writing Project. We're super excited to host Kay Feistiel and teacher Miss Heather Locke and her students. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. So, the, yeah, hi. So the <laughs> author doesn't know this, but I often tell the kiddos I work with that I only let one one hundredth of my thoughts that go through my brain in a single second actually get shared into the world because my brain is super fast. And it's been that way ever since I was a wee little kid. Squirrel, squirrel. See, my brain sometimes is at a pace that is impossible to keep up with. And that's why I'm in love with Kay Feistiel's character, Ozzy, and why we're putting all eyes on the two of them today. And the second graders, here's a little biography. Kay Feistiel is an author-illustrator who grew up in a house built in the 1700s with a printing press her father bought from a magician. She wrote and <laughs> illustrated A Normal Pig and the forthcoming All Eyes on Ozzy and has illustrated several other books. She was a James Marshall Fellow at the University of Connecticut, Connecticut, a Brown Handler writer in the residence at San Francisco Public Library and an Ezra Jack Keats Kernelin Memorial Fellow at the University of Minnesota. Born in Charlton, Massachusetts, Kfi now lives in Lausanne, Switzerland. Oh, we're so lucky to have her and teacher Heather Locke in our studio today with her second graders, Tanya. Yes, we are excited to have Miss Locke. Uh, it's my pleasure to introduce listeners um, to her. Heather Locke was raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. She has been teaching for six years and she currently teaches a fantastic group of second graders who is our first class to appear on the right time. As a kid, Heather had an amazing fifth grade teacher who recognized her strengths and helped her grow. In high school, her volleyball coach and history teacher supported her through a difficult time. It's because of them that she achieved her childhood dream of supporting children through education. She's a mom of a fantastic, energetic, smart, and creative three-year-old boy. 
Heather's husband has been her biggest support during times when she needed it the most. She's a lifelong learner and loves experiencing new things. She has recently learned how to snowboard and loves to ride four wheelers. Heather has a love for writing and writes all the time and has two unpublished books. I met Heather last year when she completed the NWP's Panda Cares Early Career Teacher Fellowship. We had a great time working um, together and with uh, parents and families. Uh, Heather, when those books finally get to the publisher, we definitely want you back to feature your stories on the right time. It's so super exciting. I believe you're going to start us off with a writing prompt we can do at home. We're not going to take time to write at this second, but listeners should definitely respond in their writer's notebooks by pausing this or taking time in their day to go outside and do some writing based on Heather's question. So I'm going to hand the microphone over to Heather, and we are going to continue with the program with her writing prompt. So Heather, it's all over to you. Okay, so I based this writing prompt um, to kind of get our minds sparked and get us interested a little bit into what the story that KFI wrote that we'll be looking into a little bit later. And also to just get our minds thinking a little bit. Um, so imagine yourself in a room filled with people. Imagine now that the light is on you. What might you do? Or how do you keep the attention on you? Ooh, that's an exciting prompt, Ms. Buck. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go ahead and um, move us forward. Kayfi, do you have slides? I should have, I'm trying to remember if you have slides now. Yes, are these mm -hmm. for now? Um, sure, yeah. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to shut off my camera too, so we can focus on you. I guess we can share the slides. I'll talk about, I'll tell you when to bring the slides up. Is that okay? Okay. Cool. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so, uh, Ms. Locke, can you tell us where your classroom is? You're muted. <laughs> you and all the students are muted. Ah, sorry. <laughs> so um, we're in Las Vegas. We're at Vegas Verde's Elementary School. It's one of the oldest schools in Las Vegas, actually. Um, so it's a really neat, awesome school with lots of history. That's so cool. I was so excited to hear about the school and to learn a little bit about the students there. And I'm so excited to share this book. Um, I thought maybe we could start by talking a little bit about the book. I know that students there have gotten a chance to read it, which is yes. really exciting. Um, you all are some of the first people in the world to read this book um, because it just came out on Tuesday. And yeah, it's really, really cool that um, you're the first students I'm talking to about it too. Um, so I can talk a little bit about what it is, but I'm also kind of curious to hear from your perspective, um, Ms. Log, and from any students maybe, um, what they think the book is about. Um, but it's called All Eyes on Ozzy, and it's about this character whose name is Ozzy. And if you notice on the cover, it's kind of like a spotlight, right? So she's looking for attention and that's how the book begins she really loves attention and she really wants attention yes 
We and we loved the book. My my students, did you guys enjoy the book? Yeah. Yes. They were so thrilled to hear the story and to be the first to ever hear the story. They were very excited to hear that information. That's so cool. Um, well, I mean, it's great. So Ozzy really loves, you know, being in the spotlight and all that stuff. And she's this teacher that she really loves more than anyone in the world. And we were talking about, you know, teachers, second grade teachers, second grade being really important for us. It was actually really important for me too. Um, one of my favorite teachers was my second grade teacher and Ozzy's teacher. She's about as, as old as a second grader, I'd say, uh, is a teacher named Ms. Bamba. And she loves Ms. Bamba. She's one of those teachers that is just like the best. And so Ms. Bamba is her music teacher and she picks a instrument to play for the school recital. And she's trying to think of the best instrument she could possibly imagine, the most attention grabbing instrument she can think of, which happens to be the drums. <laughs> Unfortunately, her part isn't as exciting as she wants it to be. It's just sort of like bum, 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 bum. And her teacher says, your part isn't a solo. It's just to, you know, keep the beat as the drummer. So, Ozzy has a better idea and she goes wild on the drums, but you can see, I don't know, how does everyone else in the classroom seem like they're reacting to this? How do you feel like they're see reacting to her being crazy on the drums? Go ahead. Scared. Scared? <laughs> Annoyed. 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 Disturbing. I love those words. Yeah, That's these great. are some great adjectives. I love it. Disturbed, yeah. So she's basically told she has to kind of calm things down. And then she goes home and she's really upset about it because she really had this idea that playing the drums is going to be something huge and special and exciting. And she didn't think it would be just about keeping the beat. So then when she goes to perform, she's really nervous because, you know, ever she's been thrown off completely. And then she totally freezes up the night of the performance. Um, and then Ms. Bamba helps her to pull it back together and she keeps the beat and she does a really great job playing with her friends. And at the end, she gets to stand up and take a bow with all of her friends and they still get to go wild at the end. This is full of spoiler alerts. Anyway, so that's what the book is all about. Um, and then I also wanted to share a little bit about the tools and materials I use. I can talk about what I was like as a kid with you all, and then we can take some questions. And then I thought I could lead you all through a drawing workshop. How does that sound to you all? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you all wanna draw, excellent. So we'll move things along quickly and then get to that drawing workshop and the questions. Okay. Um, Tanya, can we take a look at this slide deck, please? Thank you. So this is my desk, and this is the desk that I work at all the time. I didn't even clean up anything really for this picture, but I use probably the exact same materials that you use in your classroom or at home maybe when you're drawing and writing. So I have um, some watercolors, I use markers, I use pens, I use pencils, I use ink, I use paper, but it's all, you know, just like stuff you can probably find in, in your classroom, um, wherever you find art materials. And I just have like a desk in the corner of my house that I work in. So I work in the living room basically. 
And can we go to the next slide, please? And this is what I looked like as a kid. So this is about the second grade. And I grew up in a town called Charlton in Massachusetts. And I read a lot as a kid. I didn't actually have a lot of books in my house as a kid. What we would do is we'd go to the library and get out books and bring them home. And I was so inspired by a lot of the books that I read that I, um, I made this book with my dad when I was a kid. It's called The Wishing Children. So this is my very first book. And you can see, I can kind of see my drawings. They're tiny. And, you know, I'm just going to say it. I don't think they were very good. <laughs> but what I wanted to show you is that, you know, this was like, I'm making books like this now. When I was younger, I was making books again that was just the same materials like um, paper and pens and pencils. And this thing is stapled together. My dad photocopied it at work. Um, but it's basically to show you like, you know, you gotta start somewhere, right? My drawings were not always good. And um, yeah. So yeah. That is I love it. Cause this is what we do in the classroom, right? We learn how to write so we can write our own stories and um, create our own images and stuff. And we're all in here, we draw with our pictures. A lot of us draw characters from, you know, like Among Us and different things like that, just to put into character stories. So it's a lot of fun. So they definitely do that now, right? Yeah. Yes. Hold on, we'll keep going. <laughs> all right. Should we take some questions from students now? Yes, we could do that. So we have a few questions. I mean, we have so many, but we're going to narrow it down for time. And then if we have time, we can maybe do more later. Um, but we had a few questions. Go ahead, Kennedy. When you were in school, what was the music teacher actually your favorite teacher? Um, Ms. Locke, can you also you repeat Kennedy's um, question? Could you come a little closer? Just stand like maybe right here and a little louder. Let's see if we can get it louder. There we go. Go ahead. When you were in school, was the music teacher actually your favorite teacher? Mm, that's a really good question, Kennedy. So was the music teacher my favorite teacher when I was a student? You know, I have a lot of favorite teachers when I think, you know, you're in school for a long time. You meet a lot of really great teachers. And my music teacher was named Mrs. Potter. And I really, really liked her a lot. And um, yeah, you know, we did school musicals and I never got a solo in any of the school musicals, <laughs> but I really, I really liked her. But um, Ms. Bomba is not based on Mrs. Potter. Ms. Bomba is actually, it's kind of interesting. So Ms. Bomba, I think was the kind of teacher I always wanted as a kid. Um, so I kind of, I made her up, right? So when you're making up stories, it's fine to like make up characters out of nowhere. She's kind of based on Beyonce kind of, um, <laughs> and some other, just like, who would, who would be your dream music teacher as a kid? Like, who would you want to teach you? And I was like, oh, I guess I would definitely want someone like Beyonce teaching me how to sing. Um, so yeah, that's where she came from. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. At the end of the story, why was Ozzy so nervous? Mm. Wait, so who asked this question? Um, Alex. Okay, Alex. I have a question for you. Why do you think she was nervous Ooh. at the end? Or anyone else, if you, if you feel like, if you don't want to answer. Does anyone have an idea of why? Because she could definitely tell us, right? She wrote it. But why do you guys think she wants to know from you? Do you have an answer? Yeah. What are you thinking? 
Because she was going to bring the drums and too hard and then people were just going to leave. Oh, good. Maybe. Um, what are you thinking, Mark? She didn't want to just do the bum, bum, bum. So she got really nervous that maybe she would mess it up. Okay. That's a good idea. Is the final thing she would mess it up in wood? Oh, and then it would just be bum, bum, bum like really loud <laughs> yeah yeah i think so too yeah um last one why do you think Kyle? say again oh like the, the music notes like she'll mess up the music notes and get it wrong oh very very interesting i love all those ideas um miss Steele. uh so hi, hi. yeah um i you're all right <laughs> I did. I I didn't pick one reason. I kind of wanted to keep it open because you know we all get nervous for different reasons, and I thought there was something about Ozzy being on stage like that. And it's kind of like the question that Ms. Locke proposed to us all. It's like all of a sudden the spotlight is on you. What do you do to keep the spotlight? Um, what do you do to keep everyone's attention? And when I hear that question, I just get really nervous. <laughs> As I'm sure a lot of people would get really nervous, like suddenly the spotlight is on you. What do you do? Um, so yeah, I would say that you're all absolutely right. She's got a lot of feelings in that moment. Yes, absolutely. Um, we might have time, I think, for one more, I guess. Okay, come closer. Yep. Zayden, nice and loud, okay? Ask her a question. Books, how many books have you made? Oh. Oh, that's a really good question. Okay, so there are books that I've published that you can buy in bookstores and that's and I know everyone wants to know the answer to that um it is like one two um three four I have five that you can buy in a bookstore or get out of your library which you should definitely just get it at the library um and I have four more that are coming out after that so I'll have 10 books in a few years. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, that and, was a great question. And the other question that a lot of people ask me after they ask me that question is how long it takes me to make a book. Mm. And so I think from beginning to end, it takes probably about six months for me to make all of the artwork for a book. And I paint it all with watercolors and pencils and, and ink. Um, so that takes me about six months to do. Wow, that's a long time. Oh. A long time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, it is half yeah. a year. Yep, that's absolutely right. Just hang on, okay? We're going to do more. Okay. So, should we all draw together? Yeah. You guys ready to draw? Okay. And I, so the I'm front hoping... covers of your books, that blank white page, go ahead and open to that. Uh, I would encourage everyone to grab something to draw with <laughs> to do this. Yeah. Um, so, does everyone have something? Yep. So we all have our own books that we did. So we have stuff to go with it. All right. And so I have a piece right of on the front cover, the, the blank size. white page. The front. Yep. So I'm imagining this is the front of my book right now. Okay. So I want everyone, what we're going to do is we're going to draw ourselves. And I'm going to show you, or you can draw someone else. You can draw your best friend. You can draw your mom or whatever. But I'm going to show you basically how I draw Ozzy, this character of Ozzy. So um, one thing is that I modeled Ozzy on myself as a kid. 
so she kind of looks like me but you know like the characters that I draw they're pretty they've got you know they've all got kind of a look to them you know they all have like round eye, like big eyes you know they're all pretty cartoony so I thought we would draw ourselves as cartoons okay so what we're going to do is we're going to start with just drawing a circle and if your head is like a triangle shape or a square shape or a heart shape, or like you can make your head any shape that you like. Just to make it simple, I'm just gonna do a circle. Okay, now underneath that, you're gonna draw a bigger kind of oval shape, just connecting that. And then right like underneath that first circle, I'm gonna try to go like this, yeah. You're gonna just go like this, draw like another circle, like a half circle underneath. So basically now we have is a head, a body and a neck. Okay, does everyone have that? Is everyone feeling confident? In your things? Okay, now in the middle of that circle over here, I want you to draw two circles. Surprise, surprise, those are eyes. <laughs> and then in the middle of those circles, just draw two dots. Okay, so we'll move on to the nose and the mouth now, but we're gonna leave the mouths blank. So no, no mouths, just the nose. Um, the way I draw a nose, the simplest way to draw a nose, I think is to just make like basically a U shape like that. So it's almost like a little tiny mouth there, but there are other noses you can draw too. You could just draw two dots for the nostrils and like a nose like that. It's kind of like a pig nose, or you could draw like a wider U, but I'm just gonna keep it simple like that. We're gonna leave the mouth empty. And now I want you to, let's move on to the arms and legs. I'm gonna show you the simplest way to draw arms and legs. And that is basically just one, four squiggly lines. One, two, three, four. Um, and just draw it in any kind of squiggly way that you want, okay? Cause I find that when you draw like stick arms and stick legs, the character just kind of is like there and they're kind of frozen. And now what you're gonna do is you're gonna double those lines. One, two, three, four. And then at the end of each of those doubled lines, you're gonna do like, a, I don't know, a tennis ball. Imagine like a tennis ball. One, two, three, four. Just like the simplest thing. All right, for the sake of making this easy, let's just give each all ourselves a line right here. We're all wearing like, like pants and shirts, long sleeve shirts, just make it easy. And now this is the thing that's gonna make everyone's different is we're all gonna draw our hair on here. So for me, my, my part is kind of in the middle. So I'm gonna just go like this and draw my hair like that. And then it's just gonna go down my back and maybe kind of behind my arms. So maybe you have curly hair, maybe you have short hair, maybe you don't have any hair at all, but you're just gonna kind of draw it there, how you would look. Yeah, you make the your hair the way you think it looks. They said, how would I do it as a boy? <laughs> oh, okay, here, I have a whiteboard so I can do it like, I can change it. I mean, if you have short hair, I know lots of, so boo, 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 I'm gonna erase that. Here's my circle. Let's say I have like kind of spiky hair. 
I'm just gonna draw it like that at the top. And maybe there's a little hair on the sides. So I'm gonna draw myself short and then we're gonna stick an ear on either side. If you can't see, if you can, if you can see your ears. Okay, now I want everyone to think about like how they were feeling, like some emotions they felt yesterday or the day before, or actually maybe we should think about if you were all of a sudden had the spotlight on you, how would you feel? What are some words? How would you feel? How would you feel? Uh, Julian, how would you feel? I would probably feel oh, nervous. Nervous. Okay, nervous. how would you feel, Zayden? Scared. Scared. Daniel? Nervous. Okay, Lucas? Say that again. A nauseous. Oh, my feel nauseous. I think you said obnoxious, but nauseous. I like nauseous. Yeah, he might feel nauseous. Levi, last one. How could you? How would you? Huh? What? Scared. Yeah. Scared. Okay. Okay. So we got a bunch okay. of scared and nervous. So how would you draw scared or nervous? I'm going to show you how I would do it, and then. It, I would encourage you all to do your own version, or maybe you might be really excited, or maybe you might be um, angry. I don't know. <laughs> like there are a bunch of feelings you could feel, but how would I draw nervous? I would draw a mouth that would be kind of, I'm gonna draw it down here first, a mouth that would be kind of like this. I feel like that's kind of a cartoony thing where someone's like, mm, it's like your mm -hmm. mouth is moving around. So I'm gonna start down first and then go like this like that. And maybe if I was feeling nauseous, I might grab a colored pencil or a crayon that was green and I might make the cheeks kind of green. You know, in cartoons, when you see a character that's about to throw up and they're kind of green. And then I would draw maybe the eyebrows like this. I would draw two lines, but like that. Like this kid is, this kid is not in a good place right now. And suddenly the spotlight is on them. So I'm gonna show you really quickly how I would change this expression. If this kid was really excited, I would make the mouth maybe kind of like this, like a giant smile. So it's kind of like a sideways D shape, but like a giant smile. I'd stick a tongue in there, I'd fill in, with dark around where the tongue would go. And I'd put some eyebrows on top. Okay. Run good on your feeling. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and I would love to see some student drawings afterwards. <laughs> yes. We would love to share them with you. They're working so hard on it. Um, so I think, do we have a couple of minutes for any other questions or is there anything that how should we, how shall we proceed? Yeah, I'm sure we could do more questions. Um, it looks like I have a few questions actually. Okay, um, Angel, but you gotta walk up here kind of quickly so she can hear you, okay? Okay. Behind the computer, yeah. <laughs> so be behind her. Could be questions for Kay Faye or about her story, right? Or I also take compliments to <laughs> comments. Comments, yeah. Okay, Angel, nice and loud. Is your is your story about about like something that actually happened to you or is it just made up? Yeah, that's a really great question. So this story is like totally made up, but the characters, a lot of the characters in the story, especially the main character, are based on it's based on me and 
you know, anytime you write something, I think there's a little bit of you that goes into the story, even if it's totally made up, because you're pulling from real things that you see in the world and your friends and like the things you like to do. And so like my cat, for example, Micah. So my cat is in the story and she's going to come over here and make an appearance, but she, um, she's the cat that's in the book. So I wanted to have her in the book too, because she's kind of old and yeah, this is Micah. Anyway. I always wanted a cat. <laughs> we love Micah. Well, thanks, Angel. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> All right, Levi, go ahead. Um, why did you thought making the story? So where did I come? Are you, do you asking like, where did I come up with the story or how yeah. did I come up? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's actually a really great question. And that's a really wonderful question. If we want to end things on that question, who asked that again? Uh, Levi. Yeah, great question. Levi, great question. Angel's question was also very good. Um, so I keep a sketchbook. I don't know if any of you keep writing journals or notebooks or have anything like that. But mine is just like, you know, a bunch of paper that's stapled together. And in my sketchbook, I just keep drawings like things that I'm working on I mean it has like a bunch of loose paper and ideas that I have and it has like characters that I'm working on so this is a story that you know it's not really even a story yet but it's just like I keep on drawing this seal over and over again and as I drew these characters more and more I'm, I was like there's got to be some story to this character and it was more like, I start with the character. I don't start with the story. I start with a character who I think is really exciting and has a lot of life. And then I think like, what's a problem that this character has that she has to deal with? But the idea is that I spend, um, I spend a ton of time in my sketchbook working on it before I actually write the story and then start like, you know, changing it and editing it and things like that. But yeah, I mean, you probably have a ton of stories. I'm guessing you all do. Uh, and I would really encourage you to write those stories down and make books out of them. Yay, I love it. I think that's awesome. And we do, we carry journals in our classrooms and we encourage to use them throughout the day. Um, so maybe we can start adding some more ideas to our journals and free write stuff. I love it. Thanks for sharing that. I think that's awesome. Great question, Levi. Um, did we wanna do one more question? Okay, one more and then we're, we're gonna move on, okay? All right, go ahead, Landon. All right, your character's so good, and I like your cat too. <laughs> he said, You write your character so good, and he loves your cat. <laughs> Thank you so much. All there right. You there you go, K Fi. Got some questions. Fishing for it. Uh, that was really awesome. It was so great to hear from second grade readers about the first second grade readers to find out what questions they had and what they liked about the book. That was awesome. Thank you, Miss Locke. Yeah, thank you. We had a great time. I wanted to show the second graders my drawing, but the sun is shining in directly on me right now. But here's my second grade drawing of myself, and I'm saying, <laughs> I want cookies! I want cookies! <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i love it i just looked how i look every so time we start the right time like oh no <laughs> i just there we go oh, yeah. can we can we hold them up really quickly oh my god that's so good it's luck i love it i want cookies 
Oh my Yay. God. Uh, it's fantastic. Can someone do a screenshot? I don't know. I can't figure it out right now. <laughs> uh, let's see. I probably can. Let's see. <laughs> I'm just doing it this way. We'll show okay. them all. Yeah. I heard the screenshot. Thank you. There we thank go. You. Yes. <laughs> I want to thank KFI. I never can do arms, but I thought that was wonderful. Two wavy lines and then whatever object you want to put at the end. For me, cookies was easy. And mm -hmm. I was thinking about like, you know, Tanya and Heather Locks. Miss Locks' picture could have a book. It could have a ruler. I it love that. Yeah. Bag. It could be the lunch that she never gets a chance to eat because she's a teacher. It could be a class <laughs> with a bathroom. It could be anything. <sighs> bathroom that's what it is it's always the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> awesome um miss Locke, i think you're also going to share a writing prompt that we could do after celebrating ozzy and doing some drawing yes um yes i will <laughs> oh here we go um so Friends in my class, my second grade friends, if you want to turn to one of the writing pages, because you can start this while I'm sharing as well. So at the end of the story, Ozzy, um, she learned a lesson. After she found out about her instrument, she was excited, but then she was told she was only to keep the beat. Dum, dum, dum. At first, she did not feel so great about it, but then at the end, she was very happy about her part. Why was she happy? What did she learn? Nice. Nice. Write it down. <laughs> uh, well, we want to, um, it's always my opportunity to say thank you. It's always such a pleasure, KFI, to see you, my old friend, but also to see the work you're putting out in the world. It's so exciting. And we, as you can tell, all love Ozzy. So thank you so much for letting us know that Ozzy was coming out into the world and letting us be some of the first readers. We're really excited about that. And Miss Locke, it's always so much fun to work with you. You have so much energy and excitement and bring a whole classroom of second graders for the first time. Your second graders are the first students to appear on the right time. So thank you for that too. Yes, thank you. And we also always want to say thank you to our listeners and viewers. Um, we hope that you had a great time learning about Ozzy, having a drawing lesson, and thinking about some things you might write about. If you love the right time, then please visit nwp.org and sign up for our newsletter so you never miss an episode. Uh, you can also join us on Twitter, um, join the Facebook community, or if you're really interested in teaching and writing and being a writer, then please come join us in the teacher studio at nwp.studio.org where you'll find many other teachers who are doing the same thing together. So thank you all so much. Brian, any final words today? No, I just, I, I love the illustrations. I love, I love storytelling when you represent a new perspective of the way kids do school. And um, all of us who are educators have not only one, not only two, but probably 14 Aussies in any given room. <laughs> I just adored this book and I can't wait to share it with the teachers that I work with. I feel like especially in 2021, we have many kids who really want that attention. Yeah. yeah. And deserve it. And deserve yeah, radio. absolutely. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. NWP Radio, exactly. a production of the National Writing Project. NWP. Thank you.